The Tumblers Willie Podcast, Episode 1, Silence and Sound. Hello, hello. Welcome one and all to our first ever podcast. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. I'm Andy Barbro, American television writer. I'm Andy Stanton. I'm a British children's author. And yeah, the whole reason we're here talking to you guys in the first place is through that connection, actually, because, uh, you know, some years ago now. Yeah, uh, uh, 10, 12 years ago. Wow, that long. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we, were th- we were thrown together to work on a TV show based around my kids' books. Right, and, a, um, a doomed TV show. Okay, the less said about that, the better, thank you. Uh, But, uh, you know, during the course of which we became friends and we discovered that we had something quite unexpected in common, which was, you know, a mutual love of this extraordinary television program, Tumblr's Willy. Well, it's actually the longest running show in British history, right? Well, yeah, and by quite some margin. You know, it's an integral part of life in my country. Uh, we're pretty much weaned on Tumblr's Willie from childbirth mm, here. Right, right. It's part of the, the fabric of, well, yeah, bangers and mash and Tumblr's Willie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yet to this day, it remains largely unknown outside of the UK. Right, right. So, yeah, actually, that's interesting in itself. Just tell our listeners how you first came across it, Andy, because, you know, that was what was so surprising to me when we first met. I mean, mm. you know, wow, this ignorant Yankee doodle do is a hardcore. <laughs> tumblehead you know how how did that happen well uh, it was pure chance to be honest um i was on a flight to canada for work uh and i'm flipping through the <laughs> channels on their little screen there and for some reason they had you know i stumbled across this show i'd never heard of you know tumblers willie the name meant nothing to me and, and i thought well okay whatever let's take a look and um uh-huh. you know barely five minutes later and i'm like what is this thing <laughs> I'll bet, yeah. You know, this is really thick is what I'm thinking. This is, this is, it's full of references I had never heard of before. It seemed to have its own folklore, its own Mm. internal logic. Right. Even if you don't know what it is, you can, you know, see that there's something to it. Right, right. I had zero frame of reference, but I I couldn't tear my eyes off of it. And then I looked it up and realized I had, you know, that I was in fact watching episode 9039. (laughs) <laughs> right. And, and then you sort of yeah. go, whoa, okay, there's some history here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I couldn't believe what the in-flight magazine was telling me, you know, that this uh-huh. show dates back to the turn of the 20th century. And I had never heard of it. So I immediately became obsessed with this thing to the extent that when I landed in Toronto, I called my agent to postpone the meeting. I flew back to L.A. and booked several more flights back and forth <laughs> Wow! just to stay on that plane to watch more yeah. Tumblr's Willie. I mean, you know, that's re- uh, who was the meeting with? Do you remember? It was with Steven Spielberg, actually. Wow. Wow. But no, I, I do get it. This is what the show can do to you. I mean, it becomes your obsession. You know, I can be walking down a crowded street, uh, yeah. hundreds of people around, and then, you know, suddenly out of nowhere, I'll just go, mm. oh, my God, I'm j- ah, freaking out. Do you, know, do you know what I mean, though? Cause, yes. Uh, Yes. You know, because su- suddenly a new way of thinking about one aspect of Tumblr's Willie has just occurred to me, right. you know, or uh, right. j- just the gestalt of it. Sometimes it's too much. It's overwhelming. And, yeah. you know, it's some- I-, I never stop thinking about this show. Yeah. And I think that's, well, from what I've read, this is not uncommon at all. Mm. I mean, there are people who have literally been driven insane thinking about Tumblr's Willie, just having those little epiphanies. Yeah, people do go insane. I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's like one in three viewers or anything, but it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. God, no, not at all. One in five? 
yeah, probably about one in five viewers suffer some form of mental illness, sure. Uh, so it touches people. Yeah, it, and it's touched so many people over the years. And yet, amazingly, you know, unbelievably almost, yeah, there are no podcasts out there specifically dedicated to this show. You know, which is very much why we wanted to do this thing in the first place. Right, right. It, it comes up in conversation. I've heard it alluded to in other podcasts in passing. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, to date, no one's taken the plunge. No one's done that deep dive that a show of this stature so demands. Yeah, well, it's a big subject. It's a big subject. It's a huge subject. Yeah, it's a tiresome subject, I think. Oh, it's exhausting. It's just such an off-putting idea for a podcast. So why don't we start at the beginning and take a look at the very first episodes of Tumblr's Willy that ever aired? Because what a lot of people don't know, I think even many British people don't realize this. Oh, touche, sir. <laughs> is that the single greatest series of all time actually started life not as a television show at all, but as a radio drama. Yeah, absolutely correct, Andy. Uh, it all dates uh, back to the year of our Lord, 1902. On the BBC. Uh, yeah, the BBC listening service. Right, right. They didn't even have numbers back then. There was no Radio 1, Radio 2. Well, well, it wasn't even called a radio in those days. It was just called a BBC mystery box when you bought it originally. But uh... yeah, Yes, right, right. It wasn't even a radio. Oh, no, it was a radio. It operated on ah. exactly the same principles as a radio. Uh, they, they just didn't have the word yet. Right, right. So let's talk about the genius of that very first episode. Mm. Can you imagine hmm. how they must have felt back then, broadcasting the show for the first time? And they had no idea that it was going to run well, actually, for over a hundred years. S actually, sorry, some of the cast and crew did know that at the time. Ah, ah that, That's ah. since been verified that they actually... Sorry, I should explain Got that. It. It's been verified that some of the cast and crew did actually understand, mm. even at the time of recording, that it was going to run for over a hundred years. They, they uh -huh, absolutely did uh -huh. know that. And uh, Wow. Yeah. Uh, they found that by analysing some of those early recordings, you know, uh, uh -huh. analysing them with uh, waveforms. Wave and, you know, a lot yes. of those waveforms uh, have tested massively high for surety. So, oh, my God. Yeah, which it's incredible. I didn't know that. Wow. See, that's that's great. That's what this podcast is for. I mean, that's what we're doing. Exactly. It's hidden gems, really. It's it's hidden gems. Amazing. And we'll unearth many more along the way, I'm sure. So, <laughs> I'm sure. Again, okay, so this first episode, uh -huh. it's 1902, the spring of 1902, I believe. Uh, it's early April. Correctamundo. Although I think the months were different back then. Yeah, I, they were still using the lunar calendar. So, right, uh... right, right, right. So it was, yeah. Well, it wasn't so different. Uh, they had what they would just call, a, it, it was called a slightly shifted calendar. Ah. Uh, th that was the phrase, a, a slightly shifted calendar from today. So uh, yeah, yeah, slightly shifted, yeah, working on the... Well, well it was comparable to what we've got now. It, it, it wasn't the same. Right. But right. It, it was, well, slightly shifted, yeah. Right, uh, right, right. And that was just to confuse the French, right? That was mainly just... Uh, yeah, that, that was mostly the thinking behind that, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it paid off handsomely. Right, right. So, uh, so uh, April-ish, April-ish of 1902. Well, well, definitely April, Andy. Oh, okay, yes. But, but, but just a slightly shifted April from how we might understand it today. Right, right, slightly shifted. Uh, so, yeah, okay, so uh, slightly, just a, a little slightly shifted, right. Yeah, well, you know, we shouldn't dwell on this over much. Uh, of course, of course. So... April 1902. Well, a slightly shifted April. 
Right. But something extraordinary happened right off the bat, mm-hmm. which was that the main character, Tumblr, was not even in the opening episode. That's right. He was not. In fact, there was nothing in that episode at all. Yeah. And, you know, that may seem strange to us today, but but yes, the very first episode of Tumblr's Willy ever aired, uh, A, did not, contrary to what the public might have been hoping for, contain a character named Tumblr, mm-hmm. and B, again in contrast to what the public might have been expecting, mm. contain anything at all. It was just one hour of complete radio silence. Yes, complete radio silence. And that had never been done before. It had never been done before. It seems so bold to us now. Uh, I mean, who would do that? Yeah, many people thought it was a mistake, right? Right. And of course, it was a mistake. Yes. So they were correct. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, now it looks to us like genius, of course. And, you know, I think with truly great art, it very often looks, uh, it seems to us after the fact, like a fait accompli. Right. Yeah. Uh, Right. What one considers the Tempest, for example, and uh, Shakespeare's Tempest, you know, one Uh naturally thinks, well, sure, everything's in exactly its right place here, you know, not knowing Uh that Shakespeare did that one by accident. I mean, that whole play. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, that right, one just, right. he, he just sort of did that one. He was just doodling and then, you know, la, 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 you know. Yes, I, I read that. I read that. Uh, he was trying, I think he was trying to write a sonnet. Absolutely he was. And, you know, it just kept on going, kept on going. And soon he's got yeah, this right, whole right. thing. And, it, it just got away from him yeah. because he had been told, you know, just don't erase anything, you know, just right. no crossouts, just free form. He was, he was doing a writing exercise. Right. And, you know, my question to you, Andy, you know, mm. was he wrong to keep going? I don't think so. I don't think so. In hindsight, no, 100%. Right, 100%. In another way, though, you know, maybe, uh, look, it's a great play. I'm glad it exists and everything. But, you know, then again, we don't know what the world would have been like if The Tempest didn't exist. Maybe the world would have been even better. Mm. So, you know, it's hard. Right, right. It could have been. Yeah. Well, this is unknowable. It's unknowable. I mean, when you start thinking about these things in any depth at all, where do you stop? I mean, my I think my first instinct is like, no, he should have written it down, you know. Uh, My second instinct is, well, should he? Yeah, right, right, right. And and then, of course, my third instinct is always, well, split the difference. Yeah, split the difference. Maybe just every other line, just publish that. Every other line, right, and and leave it at that. Maybe that would have been the fair thing to do, you know, for everyone. But, you know, for whatever reason, he put it out there in its entirety, and it is Mm -hmm. what it is. Uh, People praise it to the high heavens, uh, you know, Mm. absolutely unaware that it was nothing more than... Yeah, yeah, just a a cough, really, Mm. or a fart. I mean, albeit a fart by William Shakespeare, but a fart nonetheless. Yeah, a fart nonetheless. You know, my point being, uh, if you do actually go back and examine the facts, Mm. great works of art are, in many cases, you know, nothing more than complete accidents. Right, right, right. In most cases, actually, for sure. So something that was planned about the first episode of Tumblr's Willy was that they always intended no Tumblr in it. Uh, no Tumblr in the whole first season, in fact, was the thinking. It, the, the whole first season, yes. That was the strategy. Right. That was always a given. What was not intentional was that there should be nothing at all in uh-huh. that first episode. That, that was the mistake. Right. That, that was the happy accident. So let's talk about that. 
Well, let's, um, uh, firstly, why the silence? Well, you know, the reason was actually rather prosaic. They simply couldn't afford a sound recordist for that first session. It's as simple as that. Right, right, right. They, they had no one to press record. But as the expression goes, the show must go on. And so... Oh, go on it did, Andy. You know, it went on. <laughs> it went on and on. Yeah, it, it went on. They put it on. I mean, they put it on. And, you know, again, let's just picture the scene. Uh, let's paint a picture. Uh, mm. 1902, a, a slightly shifted April. right. Right. Uh, a curious public, yeah. you know, gathered around their BBC mystery boxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, of course, you know, there had been a huge publicity campaign in the run up to this. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd better believe it. Uh, oh, it was just tremendous hype. Yeah, the whole country was primed for this. Yeah, they had PR people on the streets, on every you know, on every street corner, shouting, "Go and listen to your mystery books," mm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, telling them the date and time it would be on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, just you know, really bellowing information. Right, at right, people right. essentially. And if you put that into today's money that would have been like you know easily the marketing budget for avatar or something absolutely uh, yeah yeah there was not a single person in all of britain who, who did not know about this show right uh, i mean they estimate that everyone in the country i mean that's their estimation mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. They, they they pulled a figure out and it's literally 100 percent of people were listening to this pilot episode they think yeah yeah that's what they think yeah yeah, they've had to think about it. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, each and every one of these listeners has, has sat down. Uh, Everyone sits down. It's 2.30 p.m., Greenwich Mean Time. Right, right. They've turned on their box, Andy. Yeah, uh, they've turned on their BBC mystery box. You know, they're dreadfully, almost preternaturally excited. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, And they turn it on and zip. Nothing. Incredible. Yep. Just... So, so bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, this was an instant hit, right? I mean, people loved it. Oh, yeah. People adored it. I could not get enough. I mean, here we have an entire country listening to quite literally nothing on these expensive boxes. Many families had gone hungry for months. Oh, absolutely. They had, yeah. Just to afford these sets. And their reaction was, this is delightful. I cannot wait for next week's show. I want more. Please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah, you've, you've summed it up. That was the national mood that you know, they adored it. Yeah, and that became the BBC's new advertising slogan. Uh, please, sir, may I have more Tumblr's Willie, right? Yeah. Please, sir, I'm absolutely starving to stuff myself with yet more of this wonderful, wonderful silence. Yeah. And, and, and what do you think it was that appealed to the audience so much? I mean, what was it about this absolute lack of substance that prompted such a positive response. Mm, well, I mean, I, I think they loved that tease, really. You know, the British have always, I, mm, I should say. Yeah. Um, They've always loved that non-payoff, the Brits. Yeah, just being toyed with, yeah, tickled. Yeah. Waiting around for nothing to happen. It, it, it's a national pastime here, you know. Uh, Huge disappointments. Mm. You know, this is so so British. I mean, to be honest, mm. I think if it had happened in my country, I think <laughs> people would have said, this is bullshit. Yeah, I think there would have been complaints. I think there would have been complaints. And sorry, no offense, Andy, but yeah, I, I do think those complaints would have been as crudely put as what, what you just said. Well, that, that's just us, yeah. Mm. But, but, but yeah, this is just one of a billion reasons why this show couldn't have happened in any other place. So we have this incredibly audacious and highly successful beginning. Mm-hmm. 
Tell us what happens next, because in a way, that's even more extraordinary. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, uh, we've we had this half hour of silence and people are thinking, well, how on earth are they going to follow that? You know, mm-hmm. right, right. What can they do? What can they do? Right. Yeah. So, you, you know, as you can imagine, episode two, the very next week, the anticipation now is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, the nation once again. And, you know, they've estimated that well over 100 percent of people were listening this time. But word was starting to spread. Yeah. Well, yeah, but people were curious, uh, mm-hmm, to say mm-hmm. the least, uh, but beyond curious. Beyond, yeah. I would yeah. say uh, very curious. Uh. Whipped into a frenzy, I would say. Um, no, I wouldn't well, say... A quiet, it. let's say a quiet, like a wordless sort of a frenzy, mm. uh, a timid anticipation. Timid anticipation, yeah, okay, that's nice. That That's how I'd put it, I think. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, so. Timid anticipation. That's a very nuanced description, actually. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, not at all. Thank you, actually. Uh, That's clarified some thoughts for me. Um, Ah. But yeah, that would have been the atmosphere for the second week, certainly. Uh, Well over 100% of the British public. Mm -hmm. And again, they've turned on the box. And (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm going to say, Andy, even if some of our listeners don't. (laughs) I can't wait for this. I cannot wait. I mean, this is audacious. I mean... uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, they've turned it on. Right. And... Zip. Nothing. Again. Yeah, yeah. Again, nothing. But, you know, I mean, this is, here we have something truly remarkable. Right, right, right. You know, silence, sure, but, you know, for a completely different reason. A completely different reason, yeah. Right, and and thus, Andy, a completely different silence. Uh Yes, yes. Uh, You know, and this was, we should say, this was also long before Seinfeld, you know, which Mm -hmm. is revered for being the show about nothing. You know, it's Mm. long before that show. Right, right, right. And Tumblr's gets so little credit for this. It gets so little credit. In in interviews, I've heard Jerry Seinfeld specifically not mention Tumblr's Mm. Willie as his influence, even though you can tell. He will not go anywhere near the subject, Andy. Oh, he won't go anywhere near it. Yeah, he won't go anywhere near it because he knows that the lawsuits would be incredible. Well, well, yeah. I mean, to me, I'll tell you what it is to me. Mm. I I just think it's ego. Oh, sure. It's ego. Yeah, I think you're right. It's pride. Mm. You can hear it when he talks about Seinfeld. You know, he's always just on the verge. He's just on the cusp of crediting tumblers, you know, for being a show about nothing. But he won't go there. He dare not go there. Well, it almost feels like he wants to open up and then you can all but hear the gritting of his teeth as he clamps down. You know, it's it's, it's shocking. I mean, in some ways, I should say he's very much a man at war with himself, you know, know, when it comes to that subject, at least. Uh, Sure, sure, sure. And that... That inner conflict. Listen, it made for some great television. Oh, it really did. I mean, it really really did. But uh, he is miserable. He's tortured by this. Yeah, he seems like a regular guy in so many respects. Mm. But, you know, I, for one, wish he'd just open up the floodgates a little and, you know, let it out. Yeah, let it out. You say, yes, I liked it. It it would be so much easier. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I styled my... It influenced me. I wanted to do a show about nothing because season one of Tumblr's Willie was about nothing. You know, it'd be so easy. It would be so easy. It wouldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt him, you know. Because they're such different types of nothing, but no. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I won't lie to you, Andy. It doesn't make me overly fond of him. No, I get it. I get it. So, you know, I, I, I should also say I do like his show. I think Seinfeld is a, you know, decent show. Oh, it's a decent, yeah, it's a fine show. It's a good show. You know, I, I do like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a good show. It's a little derivative. Yeah.
but anyway, you know, why why the second silence? We'd have to ask the, the first week silence, as we know. Mm. No recording engineer, so it's understandable. However, yep. by episode two of Tumblr's Willie, they did have a sound engineer on board. Mm-hmm. They had worked it out. They worked out that kink. Yeah, they had a guy. Right. Uh, a very well-regarded German chap, actually, by the name of Hans Dorfer. Uh, the great uh, Hans Dorfer. Yeah. I mean, give the BBC their due. They went for the best. Yeah. Yeah. No expense spared. They popped for Dorfer. Right. Who was duly boated across the channel. Right. Right. They had to scoop him off the floor of a tavern in Hamburg. Yeah. 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 The guy loved to drink. Yeah. Well, more than that, he just liked to lie down on the floor. Uh, yes. I should have said, yes, he, he loved to lie down. He was very... Uh, and then they scooped him off the floor, but he wasn't... you know. Yeah, right, right. Or... He was sober at the time, but he was on the floor. He was on the floor. He liked to go into public places and lie down. Uh, that was his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. He said that you would get a different sense of sound mm. lower down on the floor. That was, that was his thing. But um, so, they, so they bring him over to London and he's all set up. He's got the Wanken Funken 923 at his disposal. Oh, the premier... Uh, yeah, the yeah. best machine money could buy, the Winken Fanker 923. Yes, yes, the Wunkenfungen 923. Yep, the Wugen Flitzer 923. Yeah, the Wogen. Wogen, Wogen. Right. We, we could do a whole episode just on that machine. We could almost do an entire podcast on that thing, mate. Oh, oh, it almost deserves its own podcast. Yeah, the Wunkel yeah. Kumpfen 923. And, you know, the peculiar thing about the Kankel Falken 923 is that it's almost impossible to say its name the same way twice. It is, it is, yeah. yeah. And I find that fascinating. Mm, mm. Also, it never recorded anything the same way twice. You you could turn the knobs and never know what would happen. Yeah, it was absolute chaos. But anyway, here we have the best guy in the business. We've got the best and most inconsistent machine money can buy. Uh, They roll tape. Mm -hmm. And what happens? (laughs) Right, right. They don't have an actor. (laughs) They they don't have an actor that week. Unbelievable. They had just forgotten to get an actor. Yeah. I mean, could that happen in today's America, Andy, do you think? <laughs> Boy, well, I mean, a lot of things would have to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would. No, no, it wouldn't happen here because, you know, some actor would have shown up. Right. Hungry for money or, or scraps of meat. But, you know, yeah. b- back, back in those days. Yeah. Uh, 1902, April. A slightly shifted April, slightly, yeah. Right. Uh, but no, they ju- they just get on with it. They they make do in the Great British tradition and record the entire script. Sounds actor. So mm. of course, you know, when it does finally go out, I mean, yeah. nothing there. Absolutely right. Nothing at all. Again, how can there be? Yeah, it's just another hour of complete radio silence. And you know, people went bananas. They were ecstatic. Ecstatic, yeah, because they they thought not again. <laughs> they thought uh, <laughs> not again. You know, and that became their advertising slogan for week three. Not again. It did. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it did. Oh, who could forget those famous posters on the London Underground? You know, those posters of the little boy, that the happy little boy. You know, the, <laughs> yeah, the boy. Yeah, not again, not, <laughs> not again. again. And they're beautiful prints. I mean, if you yeah. haven't seen them, they're by Toulouse-Lautrec. They're mm. just uh, yeah, a, yeah. a little boy of about four or five years old dressed only in Union Jack underpants yes, and yes. Uh, his old daddy's bow tie. Right, right, right. Then the little radio, the little BBC <laughs> yeah. mystery box yeah, yeah, in yeah. the corner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no sound coming out. Right, the lad staring at it in disbelief. Not again, <laughs> not again. Oh. But you, you know, it, it's such a beautiful expression on his face. It's it's half furious, it's half yeah. blissful. I think uh, absolute bliss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they've done some tests on those as well. You know, those posters. They've analysed the posters, y- yeah. And they've discovered that that boy's face. Is, I mean, this is just extraordinary. But they've discovered that it's over seven times more enigmatic. They now think uh, than the Mona Lisa's smile really yeah wow 
I mean, it's like it's like seven point seven point two times, I think. Mm, that is amazing. It's it's amazing. Yeah, you know, and that's just for the, that's just for the blibbing ad campaign. You know, uh, two episodes in, and this show is already just smashing artistic records in every field. Right, you know? right, right. No one thought they could do it. No, but they but they did do it. They they didn't do what they intended to do, but they did it. Yes, I think that's absolutely it, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. They did something. Yeah, and that something was nothing. Yeah. You know, we haven't talked about the show's creator, and, well, it's a topic of some dispute. I mean, there were several people who claimed to have created the series. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there we have it. It's a, it is a fiercely disputed uh, subject. Uh-huh. I mean, look, yeah, what, what are yeah. the two great mysteries of late 19th slash early 20th century British history, Andy? Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. One, who was Jack the Ripper? Yeah. Uh, yes. Two, who created Tumblr's Willy? Yeah, and who created Tumblr's Willy, of course. And there are theories, I mean... Well, there, there are theories, yeah. And, you know, strangely, uh, paralleling the Ripper mystery itself in that regard as well. Uh, yes. You know, yeah, yeah. any amount of people have been put forward over the years, all sorts of folks. And, you know, from all walks of life, there was a doctor in Whitechapel whom they suspected of having mm. created the show for some time. Right, right. The Duke of Edinburgh was a candidate for quite a while, I heard. Yeah, he was. Uh, a milkman, some say. An unnamed milkman, but, you know, they don't know what he looks like. They don't know his name. Yeah, yeah. But they have an etching of his leg, I believe. Well, they have an etching of a leg. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they don't know for sure. Um, a flower girl from Portobello Road Market. Right, right. Uh, but just some teeth and an apron. Yeah, they, they've got very little to go on. I mean, uh, also, and in some ways most fascinating of all, I mean, this is extraordinary, but some people mm. even think that the creator of the show may actually have been Jack the Ripper. Yes, I've heard that theory. Yeah. And that maybe uh, the reason that those two silences, you know, those two big slip ups were even allowed Mm -hmm. to happen in the first place Mm -hmm. is because he was out ripping. Right. Because he had other things on his mind than, you know, hiring an actor that week or whatever. Right, right. Committing murders, which is interesting to think about, because if you go back and listen to those early episodes Mm. and imagine that lives are being lost, you know. Oh, it's spine tingling, you know. It, well, it colors it. It colors it a little. Well, it does color it. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I mean, it doesn't diminish it at all. I mean, no, God, no. It, it's still artistically brilliant. Oh, it's still wonderful. I mean, you know, some of the dates don't add up for me with that, but uh, right, right. But as a theory, you know, it's beautifully mm. paradoxical if it were to be proved. Oh, we finally know who created Tumblr's Willy. Oh, you do. Well, who created Tumblr's Willy? Uh, well, it was Jack the Ripper. Well, do you know who Jack the Ripper was? No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It eats itself. Right. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, you know, dark as it may be, uh, I, I would personally be over the moon to find out that it was Jack the Ripper who came up with the show because it's just very, very tumblers, uh, you know, th- 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 that it m- that it might have been. Oh, my God. It is so tumblers. Yeah. It- I mean, I should al- I, I should also say if it wasn't Jack the Ripper. That's also very tumblers to me. Yes, uh, equally tumblers. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that that's what we mean when we say you know this is why the show deserves the sort of in depth look that only a series of podcasts can deliver because yeah 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 or a well researched uh, academic book oh sure but that, I mean that's a lot of work but um yeah 
yeah, I mean, these mysteries really are built into the DNA of Tumblr's Willie itself. And, you know, we'll uncover plenty more in the weeks to come. Don't you worry about that. Mm. I mean, I sometimes think that we should have called this podcast Riddles in the Sand, you know. Riddles in the Sand. Yeah. Yes. But then I think. Um, yeah, we talked about it in our early emails. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you said this should be called Riddles in the Sand, and then I was... <laughs> yeah, you, you said, well, why the sand? <laughs> yeah, why the sand, yeah. But, but then yeah. I said... Um, and, and then your answer was, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, why yeah. Not? And I had no response for that. Right. I mean, we went round and round the houses. I mean, I'm very happy that we've called it the Tumblr's Willy podcast, because you do know what uh-huh. you're getting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we had all sorts of alternate titles. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Riddles in the Sand, Castles in the Sand. Yeah, Castles in the Dirt. Yeah, Dirt in the Castle was the obvious next choice. Yeah, again, which I liked because, you know, it, it did make you think. Um, yeah. a, a door into madness we had at one point. Or just Willie with an exclamation point. Yeah, again, which I, I did like. But, you know, I, I think we both felt, though, that the Tumblr's aspect was rather underserved by that one. Yeah, yeah, it got a little lost for sure. Uh, Grandma's House, I remember, was a front runner for a while. I still like that one. Yeah, I know because it's yeah. very warm. But again, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. But what what has it got to do with tumblers? What has yeah. it got to do with tumblers? Uh, but yeah. but but you're right. I still, I, I do still kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if we ever make another podcast series, we'll find a subject that will fit that title, Grandma's House. Yeah. Well, let's definitely stick a pin in that. You know, that, my friend, is a plan. Uh, I mean, whatever that podcast may turn out to be about. uh, It's too good of a title not to use. It's too good of a title not to use. Um, But anyway, here we are to return to the present. Uh, Thank you so, so much for joining us on our maiden voyage Mm -hmm. and listening to, Mm -hmm. uh, no, not Riddles in the Sand or Grandma's House, (laughs) much as we'd love to, but uh, purely and simply, the Tumblr's Willie podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure having you along for the ride. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. And be sure to tune in next time when we will be discussing all sorts of stuff, including a fulcrum moment in the show's history, the very first words ever to be spoken on Tumblr's Willie. Yep, you won't want to miss that. Bye for now. Bye. Podcast Network.